This is Season 3 of Views of the Bridge, a podcast about your Philadelphia Union. We're part of the Beautiful Game Network. You can find all things BGN at BGN.FM. Let's get right to it. Looks like he's lining up for a shot. Jacob Glesnes is going for it. Is. Oh, my oh. God! Gaddis, Ray with options, will cross us in, and it's back home by Casper Shabenga. What a slide tackle by Jack Elliott. Back to that shutout for Andre Blake. Fontana will give it a strike. Anthony Fontana has the go-ahead goal! One of the best teams across the league. But my word, Jim Curtin has pushed all the right buttons in 2020. And nobody will be able to take away the trophy from Jim Curtin and the Philadelphia Union. This is a five for five city. Put some respect on our name. Let's go, dude. Good things happen in Philadelphia. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Eastern Bridge, your second favorite podcast about the CONCACAF Champions League appearing, MLS Supporters Shield winning, actually good team being Philadelphia Union? Undefeated in international play, baby! Yeah, undefeated all-time in international play, touch wood. Um, (laughs) See how that ends up going. Um, Although, wouldn't that be a fun record if we just never lost in international play, ever? Would be wild. I mean, it would be fun to make some history. It would be. It would be. Hi. Sorry. Got ahead of ourselves a little bit, as we want to do. Mathematically proven to be most of the time your host, Evan Malala, here. Hi. Good to see you. Um, Potentially moving into Philadelphia proper here soon? If anyone has boxes at home that they're like, I'd move my stuff in that. Send them my way. Um, Joined by uh, everyone's here. Everyone's here. Chuck Booth was here in the call first tonight, so I believe it is only fair to give him the first crack at the intro. Look at that. You're actually, like, introducing me. No snide remarks. Like, just nope, handing it right off. Right there. Or we're entering a new season and a new Virgil on the podcast. Maybe. Maybe. Well, and I felt bad because you had to watch Brighton today. <laughs> I'm not the only person here who did. No. No. But, you know, you had to write about it. So. Hey, the other person that had to watch that game, he's probably uh, equally as excited about philadelphia as he is the team in his backyard justin ashcraft's here uh yes i'm excited to maybe go to a soccer game this summer and imagine do that whole thing for the river hounds mm-hmm. but i'm excited about philly i was very much all day looking forward to watching brighton and then Whoops. they decided to just <laughs> go and play a dud um but they're more exciting to watch than tottenham still so mm-hmm Uh, the spiciest man in Philadelphia soccer take Twitter land. Uh, he didn't lose to our PA announcer's child in FIFA, so that's good. Paul Katrina Jr. is here. What up, Kevin? Casey, you were very objective in your approach to commentating that FIFA tournament. My only gripe with you is that you treated Adam Booth as the away team for his match, and that should never be the case, ever. Granted, he was playing your son. I get it. But other than that, I'm very glad I did not lose to that kid myself, because he's pretty good at FIFA. Genuinely. I, you know what it is, Paul? 
as you take a great great time to take a drink uh, is is when I is when I set up. Um, it's it's your reflexes aren't as fast as a child's. Probably not. I'm getting old, man. You know, it's just you can't hit the inputs. It's like how you age out of being really good at solving Rubik's cubes at like 14. Is that a? Fa- you know what? Yeah. yeah, it is a thing. There's like a you've, whole Netflix documentary about you've it. You solved it's a actually... Rubik's cube. <laughs> if you haven't solved no. the Rubik's cube yet, Chuck, I'm really sorry. I don't think it's happening anytime soon. I've accepted. My I would fate. find a new I'm, hobby. I can yeah. only remember like three times that I've actually tried. Um, mm. So there's also that. Guys, listen. Well, hold on. Speaking as yeah. the only thirty-year-old plus on the podcast, <laughs> sure, um, that's close. It does. It does. It does actually suck to age out of being Things. semi-good at video games. <laughs> as I as I sit in the bottom divisions of FIFA Ultimate Team this year, um, and play against these kids who apparently spend mommy's credit card on Hell yeah. you know uh, team of the year Messi and everything yep. else, and somehow still sit in Division Eight with sure, my sure. with my gold team that I you know yeah. try to try to operate with because I don't spend yeah. money on FIFA. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's real fun when you turn thirty and try to play video games. You know, guys, we're talking about being a little bit older, playing video games, solving Rubik's cubes. Someone that's going to have a lot of time to figure out how to solve a Rubik's cube is Deportiva Saprisa's uh, Kendall Watson. He might have some time this week. You're right, and like half of their team <laughs> who traveled to Europe and now can't travel into the United States. <laughs> Whoops! It's fun that Atlanta and Philly get to play B teams this week. Yeah, it's like you, you you almost want MLS to get onto these later rounds, and you don't really care how. And then you look at this and go, yeah. "Everyone's gonna hate you for this, aren't they? You're gonna just go out well, there and listen." After that, we have a chance was for a that. yellow card. Then you know, karmic justice, karmic justice. Now, I wasn't necessarily afraid of Kendall Waston. <laughs> in general, uh, five years ago, let alone in 2021. But, um, I don't know. I'll take it. It's it's like an advantage that you don't necessarily want to have. But again, after that yellow card. You'll take a shorthand. You'll take something of... I'll take some help. Yeah. Yes. You know, I'll take some help. And I mean, also in the closing of the last game, he was basically yeah. their most um, dangerous player, yeah. attacking-wise. So, not being there, I'm not going to complain. Yeah, yep. Um, yeah, your Philadelphia Union in their first ever CONCACAF Champions League match won Deportiva Saprisa nil uh, away. So that's huge. Um, a, a banner week, maybe the best week that MLS has ever had in CCL. Um, I think th- were they three zero and two or three one and one in that first? Yeah, round no of one plays? outright lost. I think everyone either won or draw. I think it was three zero and two. I think it's yeah three zero and two. I think it was. Um, so that's great. Hey, away kits look really good. Love that yellow Beambo sponsor. Mm. That's pretty. Looks clean. Uh, very good. I, very I get good. why they take the real estate in international play, but I also respect yep. that uh, people may not want to wear a bimbo, which I get. So I like yeah, that bo- yeah. I both exist. You have yep. options. And 
it just shows how good the jersey is on its own. You could put anything yep. there, and it would look great. Just about, yeah. Uh, guys, I was, I was thinking about it all day, and I, I really narrowed in on the goal, and I really narrowed in on... I think actually all four of us have been following Olivier and Bizo since he like came into the organization in some way, shape or form. And I, I think one, it's crazy to me how much of a company guy he is. Yeah. Because when they were talking about it during the game and he was like five years with the union, I was like, yeah, five years. <laughs> yeah. Of that. I, I feel like we just learned how to spell his name. Right. Five years of like, out most i was gonna say in and out but like out mostly and then a little bit of in and now it's kind of like all right dude spots yours like ray gave it up like show us what you got and the the two knocks on him that i always had were he needs to control his first touch to beat his man yes and his crosses were always like okay mids mids for sure right (laughs) right he hits a first touch cross to Casper on a tee, and he heads it in for the goal. And I mean that was one of many um, yep. beautiful crosses that he whipped in. Uh, it is looked, something like having a the, right back that can you know um, play across. Yeah, uh, that can get up offensively and is also good defensively. When, a, a two a two way right back, if you will. Well, and when guys are like when you have guys on both sides of the field that can put a cross in the box, like that makes yeah. you real dangerous as a team. It's huge. Yep. So it's like as soon as if you're like, Oh, oh, and Bizo's coming to the field, we gotta go cover him, it's like, Well, you got Kai Wagner running up the other sideline <laughs> you right. know, with a big switch that you know, that that you know, Bodoya, Montero, all those guys can hit a big switch and, and, and it makes us really dangerous. Mm-hmm. In theory, the union can really like break down anyone if they're able to just get two passes over to the next side. If the, if it is that link up through like a flop, no, genuinely, because Chuck, it's not. It doesn't become an issue where a team can sit back in their own half if a wing back has the ball on either side. Well, I mean, but how many goals should the union have scored in this game? Yeah. Yes, more. More. It should not have been as nervy of a finish if um, any other striker who hadn't who had practiced for more than three days was out there. Um, Like this is nothing against Casper or Fontana because Fontana actually did a very good job at just taking up space Mm. to um, allow Bedoya to have late runs into the box to actually do something on offense, but. Um, this game just reminded me of how much I miss Sergio Santos, who was injured. Yep. I, I think you folks need to realize the scale of every four minutes was Chuck sending us the minute and going, boy, howdy, I still miss Sergio Santos. And it was yep. pretty much all game. And I, and yep, I could feel the pain, because genuinely, this game called out for a finisher. And the union just don't really have a killer right now. Well, they don't. Hey, no. They don't. They- Casper, we are not going to sit here and not call Casper Shabilko a finisher mm. when he won the union the game, mm. has been in 
near the top of the Golden Boot standings in MLS every year and is set up for a proper career year getting service from both flanks. No one guarded him in the box, and we will give credit... That's because he's big and knows how to move. We will give credit where the crosses do. We will give credit where the finishes do. How many goals does he need to score for us to not have this conversation anymore? Oh my god. Paul, what's your number? More. Give no. me a number. Why? I don't have. Be- You're not the boss he of can me. Hit 20, <laughs> because you he can know what your numbers on the top apartment. of your head. You come at, you play in my earphones. Okay, Paul, Paul, Paul. Here, 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 here. here. Answer here. my question, Paul. I, I'm gonna I'll check. I'm gonna. For you. you want a number? Hold on, hold on. Yes. You want a number? Yeah. Yes. Seventeen. Great. Cool. He he will be. Was that, that like a weird half CJ Sapong reference? I, for some reason, I guess Paul likes yeah. this new version of Fearless or whatever. Oh, okay. It is really uh, good. Taylor, you keep, also, you keep doing it. You keep putting it to him, girl. I mean, good lord. Also, while, while we're giving shout-outs to people, uh, Leon did a great job. Oh, my El God. Brujo. El Brujo was right at home. Yes. Uh, I thought we were um, going to have a whole segment for those two. Yep. yep, yep. This midfield... And then, uh, According to Footmob, according to Footmob, player of the night, Kai Wagner. Playing what position? <laughs> um, they're gi- they're giving him extra points because he died. Okay, like it's, yes. it's they are giving. Yes, he got an extra okay. point six because he got obliterated. Yes. Um, allegedly, everyone had the union in a four one two one two. Four one. Except for Footmob. Two. Four, no foot. No foot. Mom has them in a four one two one two. Oh, that was the well, screenshot that's... that I sent you before the game, there, Evan. They have they have swi- they have since switched it. Oh, so they watch so the game. So they watch the game. So they have <laughs> they have Wagner, Elliot, Glasnes, Bizo back four. They have Martinez as the, the one holding. Yeah. Flotch and Bedoya, and then Montero up front with Shabilko and Fontana as the as the strikers. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the most literal way to do the diamond without I saying that they're doing went... a diamond. Yeah. But yeah, they, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it's just, I mean, it's just funny because can you really call what they played no, a you diamond? Can't. No, but it feels like they went, Jim, what are we playing? And he went, uh, it's a four-one-two-one-two, I guess-ish. I mean, <laughs> we, were, we were almost Leeds United playing like a three. Yeah. Three, three, a three-four-two-one. I guess. I fully expected like McGlynn and Sullivan to come into this game and for them to transition to just like a four six. Like they were just yes. gonna create a wall of midfielders that would be a nuisance yep. and then their back line would just be able to play like safeties and just clean and up that's how they El- Elder uh, statesman Matt the... Real coming in the <laughs> midfield. I'm just yellow card. Yo. Matt Real. I'm telling yellow you guys. <laughs> Look, Matt. Never been happier. Matt Riel has also been here for more years than people uh, would think. And no, I don't know. If you say he comes up through the academy, though, I think I think. Yeah, but I think he might be carving out a future here. And if it's not at left back, it has a shuttling midfielder just running at people yeah. at the end of games. Because dude, he goes at it, and I love that grittiness. I love that intensity. I, I genuinely just need that in someone to close out a game. And I don't want I, I don't want him to close out the game with a red card. 
So no, I'm okay. Yeah, but he also hits his passes. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, he doesn't get flustered with his touch. Like no. I just thought it was weird that he came on and wasn't a winger. He was actually a tucked-in midfielder. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Matt, it's putting lightning in a bottle. You just hope it's composed <laughs> enough that it'll stay the there. Put in a bottle. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So great win. Really nice to get the um away goal. Absolutely. Help helps immensely in these kinds of competitions. Even one. Like, you can say... Literally even one. Yeah, you can say yeah. anything about a one nothing win up and down, but one away goal is so, um, just too critical. I, I, think, yeah. I think we need to come back for just a second to, sure. to El Brujo. I mean, yep. that was a, literally an incredible game for having played, what, 35 minutes of the preseason so far? Yeah, it sounds uh-huh. right. Uh, something like that. And he walks onto the field, plays 90, and basically destroys. destroys everything that Saprisa was trying to do through the midfield. I mean, I there was just nothing that was working for them. Like, when when Jason Davis and his cabal of people who I forget the names of because they all generally sound the same to me, except for Grant Wall, who has a higher-pitched voice, <laughs> mention one of your players. It's, I, it's true. Mention one of your players, like, casually. That's when you know, like, he did something right. Mm-hmm. Agree. You know, because not to be that guy, but you know, it's still like, oh, Philadelphia, whatever. But they were like, they were actually good, and like Jose Martinez was amazing. Well, I mean, we're so. we're at a very fun point that we're losing the Philadelphia, oh, whatever part. Like, yes. it's just the Philadelphia Union, and because like even during the game, um, listening to the commentary, one very important thing that was mentioned so many times is the union has an identity Mm -hmm. um and that goes a long way Mm. also isn't that just nice oh it's beautiful to hear like (laughs) i um i feel so vindicated for my argument with paul in our last podcast about um champions league yeah because i mean the union having an identity and knowing in knowing what they're gonna do is the biggest reason of why they have a shot in this tournament so mm-hmm. it's just good that they didn't go out there and try and change anything or be anything that they aren't like right they went right at them and should have won by more but at the end of the day the only thing that really matters is the defense of basically a halfway new back line playing together regularly kept a clean sheet yeah mm-hmm. The other thing that I really like about this, like, whole feeling of having an identity is it makes uh, it makes transfers easier, right? Because yes. you're looking for players that fit your identity. You're not just trying to bring a good player in. You're trying mm-hmm. to bring a player who is good but also fits your identity. And maybe, even if they weren't so good on their old team... They're coming in because they fit your identity, and they can they somebody like Flock can step right in, yep. and play sixty minutes or whatever you played, and put in a really good shift and not look out of place, because that's the type of player you're looking for. And that like to me, mm-hmm. that makes me more excited to see like, okay, hopefully we see Oravet this year, and 
Hopefully that that's the type <laughs> wasn't of wasn't on the bench on Wednesday. Again, the type of player that we're we're bringing in, and then yeah. we will see Stuart Finlay at some point this season. Yeah. And so hopefully again, that's the type of player that you're bringing in. And so I just like I think that just like gives me confidence in our transfers that it's not just like. It's not a inner Miami last year. Let's just bring all these good players in and yeah. hope we put a team on the field. And then put ourselves in cap hell. Right. Mm-hmm. It's no, 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 let's go get the players that fit our system right. and can right. play our system really well. Well, and speaking of, schedule came out too, I think, since we last talked. Yes. Yes. At least in full. And what's nice, we got a decently hard stretch right away. Yes. And that's like, when oh, you want to get it out of the way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, but it will be nice to see. Okay, is is the is the Saprisa win, and then who knows what happens uh, two days from now on the fourteenth. Then you go play Columbus on Sunday, and then Inter Miami mm-hmm, on 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 the twenty fourth, and then May you start out with New York City, and then you have Chicago. Um, and I don't know, like, looking through the schedule in general and looking at teams and things, like, there's only, I don't know, two or three teams that I'm like, yeah, it should be an easy win. Yeah, I mean, MLS is just getting better regardless. Like, right. you don't... Right, more parity. Yeah, it, it's always going to be that now. And I think what's nice about the union's identity is that it's something sustainable. It's not yeah. them capturing on a certain moment and being able to utilize that as a selling point. It's they have mm-hmm. a clear foundation, they have a clear plan, and the players they're looking for are not going to cost a lot of money, but you see what they're capable of in the right system. Right. You see too many instances of great guys being in not great situations. And when a coach has that player there and they can't utilize them, you have to do something with them. And that's where Philadelphia can find a lot of these really good players. And also, those players can challenge these youth that they're developing at their own level. It's just you're creating such an internal competition amongst young talent that now want to succeed in a rising market in the United States. Because now the argument has shifted with Philadelphia Union fans that the Union are not being overlooked by the international market but they're being underestimated the thing is at least they're in the conversation they've arrived they have arrived in the chat the invite has been accepted (laughs) they're there and you cannot ignore that they are there that's all you need sometimes that's all you need for growth and that's all you need for yes that is they've literally just been growing and growing each year they've been in existence there has not mm-hmm. been a stagnation from the plan, and it's clearly showing positive results. It's where you want to be. It's I can't think of many clubs right now in MLS that I would rather be with <laughs> right now. In st- you're you're, for, you're forgetting a few years if you say there hasn't been a stagnation. But well, th- well, the th- other, I mean the academy. Other, otherwise, I agree yes, with. Um... I understand those middle years. <laughs> sucked (laughs) like they were bad okay but what was going on behind the scenes and where the money was going is the only reason that this is here now yeah it's just that during those middle years it was obviously extremely tough to sell everything on the vision of what was coming Mm -hmm. and still 
until the Union officially repeat success in making the playoffs in consecutive years and actually being a force, it will still be hard to sell that because there's plenty of doubters out there saying last year was a fluke. You lost Mackenzie and Aronson. What are you going to do this year? Well, we have another Aronson and we hopefully replace Mackenzie pretty well. But we still need to officially get through a season and have that happen. Sure. Sure. I mean, this is an imperative season in Union history regardless because it's going to show if they're if they peaked or if they're still just a team that's going to keep growing. And that is pretty much the whole theme of the season because I don't think you need silverware this season to grow no. as as this club right now. I think you've gotten that hurdle out of the way. I think if you clear the way for a successful domestic season and a valiant international campaign, you've grown by losing two of your best players, two international suitors, and you were still able to thrive. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's important too, like we lost those two players and they have been succeeding in their spots. Yeah. You know, like big time Brandon, too. Brandon is like whatever you know like we knew brendan was going to succeed but mark's doing mark's doing fantastic as well and i think like it's it's something that it's really cool to see that that the, the, like we're not losing them and then they're sitting on the bench for 70 minutes of every game and then they're you know like they're they're coming in and they're playing and they're playing well and all of that kind of stuff and they're getting noticed and 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 so i think that that's that's really good and the other thing i think that's just interesting about all this is i think you like there is such a different feeling around the union this year and it's like we we have gotten to a place of success with the supporter shield but it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like to me it's like that was the pinnacle and so now we're like okay we're there and like let's just let's just sit on our laurels a little bit and all this kind of stuff i think what you were saying paul about like we're going out and find cheap players who are really good I think another example of that in a small way, and I'm not sure what he will play this season, but I think signing signing Greg Renjetsky, whatever his last name is, mm-hmm. I think like you're signing a like a trophy winning talented keeper. Multiple time trophy winning yeah, who is like, like a good keeper. And I think like for me, I don't want him to be the next number one, but the fact that he gets to sit in training every day with Matt Freeze and mm-hmm. with Andre, you know, like Andre Blake, Ranjetsing, and Matt Freeze are training together every day. I mean, I feel like that's just going to make Freeze but, better and better and better. But Justin, you can't have four keepers under contract. What are you talking about? You can't like that. You're a maniac, um, Justin. Clearly, you should be put in a mental asylum. I'm Shame. probably true. Shame. Probably Robert, true. Robert, you, Robert, I w- notice how I'm, I didn't mention one of those. I would, I, I, I do, but I do genuinely want to know, like, I think actually one of our goals this year needs to be interviewing someone about the impact of Joe Bendick because he has to be a huge locker room guy. No, I mean, there has to be something that he's something doing that different. we don't see because he's clearly not doing it on the field if <laughs> you have to play Matt Freeze because oh, all man. Joe Bendick does is lose games. If he has, like, an insane pasta recipe that Bedoya is just, like, the biggest fan of... Ooh, is he... 
He's like he's, he's I, top okay. Chef. <laughs> he's either the resident barber or like the guy with the really good food recipe. Which yeah. honestly, and this is gonna sound like mm, if Joe Bendick is the best cook on that team, I don't I don't know. No, uh, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. There there's way too much international flavor on that team. That's what I mean. I've, no. I've seen some of Sergio Santos's Instagram stories. Yeah. And and also like and I don't think Joe Bendick knows what to do with hair, so that's he also the same his hair, hair that doesn't mean he years. doesn't know what to do with other people's hairs. Well, and also just with like the fact that the union now like dyeing their hair and not just um, oh, going true. to the barber. That's true, true. above um, Bendick's grade. It seems like um, did Dre have a little red in his hair? Maybe. It's, Maybe. It, it's seemed like seemed like his was dyed a little it bit. It seemed like a little Nas X tribute. Like he, he like just... tried something and they were like, Don't do that. And then luckily it washed out before it it really mattered. <laughs> or he was just trying like he was like, I'm gonna put red in my hair for Saprisa and just intimidate the heck out of them. Like I can like, wear I can wear, I can wear your colors and still beat you. Maybe they'll be too busy trying to sign me and maybe they were, who knows? <laughs> uh Anyway. Fun side story. I'll make it quick. I tried to dye my Please. hair a red color to intimidate the team on the other side, and uh, I didn't leave it in long enough, and it came out pink. And when was this? it really sucked. It was in eighth grade. I got bullied Ooh, for boy. weeks. Oh no! Yeah, won the game, oh. but man, I didn't recover from that. And you know, if there's one thing we know about people in eighth grade, <laughs> rational thinkers so and so developed. You know, so understanding. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. Hey guys, our um, our 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 two team that still doesn't have a competitive environment has a new badge. Well, so apparently they're oh. announcing the U22 league tomorrow, right? So I imagine they'll be in that. Well, yeah, I mean they they've already played Rebels too. Yep. In was that a friendly? A league, yeah, like, they're all friendlies. I mean, I don't I don't care. We we know yeah. they're gonna play two teams. Guys, they made a two into a snake. The logo I mean, was a good idea, <laughs> but the you could tell me that Coach did that himself, and I believe what Jim's <laughs> Jim sitting in his office, like no, no, no. Based Marlon on based, yeah, I mean, based on the fact that the first time I saw it was him tweeting it out, I'm willing to believe that he did it himself. Yeah, is is his account just gonna flip into the two team account? It might as well. It probably get more like, will it be like, oh wait, who? it'll be like, oh wait, what? Who? Who did that used to be? Oh, oh, okay, all right. I mean, you know, if you don't think Roman numerals are the way to go, be my guest. I'm, also, I'm not one um, to tell you how to market to your fans. A, a little, um, a little, a little peek behind the curtain. I think it's a funny story. I might get into a tiny bit of trouble. Um, guys, when the club releases a new website, what's a really bad idea to have to put in a couple days before that website's supposed to launch? Oh, a new logo for a team? Yeah, that would be inconvenient, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's a lot of coding that would have to be written in a short amount of time yeah. before launch. Man, I really it. hope that didn't happen to anybody recently. I really hope no graphic designers right now are listening to this while they are coding for their lives. 
it's okay. There, to be there's a lot. Of, there's a there's a lot of things going on with the website because there's also a yeah, I mean, new I stats you, page with yeah, live no updating. So if you have to like code a new logo into a new website that you're working on when everyone's busy yelling at Twitter admin because the stats don't work good. <laughs> so yeah, that was actually a very yeah. big talking point, but uh, it was. But uh, hey, um can't change it by yelling at people no you can't who would have thought crazy hey, but cares. luckily tom via yeah. is a saint and very, responded very to people person. with the proper links to get to what they were trying to go to it's true wikipedia.com backslash philadelphia union uh <laughs> <laughs> it, it to be a to this... be to be a twitter admin i mean the God gives grace to certain people, you know, really and I does. think like really does. there's really it takes a special person, and we have some special ones in MLS. In you know? the, in I this mean, world, people are blessed with patience, and I simply could very, never find I, I think the time. We are all very lucky to know some of the people behind some of those accounts yes. at different levels of the sport, and uh, it's it's weird actually. And, you kind of wish you didn't. Well, and also for you have to like think about. No, no I, I mean, kind of like knowing. For for Philadelphia too, it's like extremely special, honestly, because we know that this team spits out like really good comms and social media people who are yeah. now yeah. all over MLS. So it's yeah. like if you just pick a team in the league, odds are there's a former Union staffer on that team. It's true. Do yes, we think sir. that other teams in the league were throwing games last year because we've been so good at putting out front office people, so now we have a supporter shield? Wow. The convolutedness of what you are trying to sell right now. What They're in like, the oh, toast yeah, fuck we'll take are Chris you Winkler, talking about? And then about? a couple years from now, we'll give you a supporter shield. Thanks, Atlanta United. Uh, you know. You've officially spent too much time on a podcast wow. with Paul. You, yeah, what is this? I'm Was supposed that... to do... Can I talk to you in the kitchen, Evan? Can... Mine or yours? Which... Who's moving? Uh, come over. We'll talk. Uh, well, I mean, okay. you oh, are... okay. well, you already said you're potentially moving into Philadelphia proper. Oh, it's true. Yeah, so it really depends on when you want to do All this. Right. I'll you can help you move in, and then we will kitchen. discuss we the we'll chicanery. That. What is going on? You... Chicanery? I'm sorry, one more what? time. <laughs> There's just shenanigans. When, when, when did you realize you. Paul was an English major? Yeah, uh, was. Anyway, <laughs> was but he's forgotten it all. <laughs> it's like everybody who takes I French mean, in I high school. They are, to by the time you get through college, guys, 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 Spanish and Japanese right now to guys, even more. Should, should, should we make actual predictions? Considering we have two games yeah. this week. No, I'm gonna to look up fair, the definition of chicanery real quick and just chicanery is Scottish, not English. So Paul didn't major in that. Okay, good. All right, give, give me a second. I... No, don't do that. Uh, should we make predictions given we have two games this week? Sure, yes, yeah. Chuck, I will say that we should do that. I forgot we do that on this pod. It's been so long since we've we had an actual game pod. We make the mistake pod. of doing that, and we are too far deep in the making the mistake of doing that I to not do it. I honestly forgot until we were recording that there were actually two games this week and not just sure. Saprisa. Yeah, look at that. Columbus on Sunday. <laughs> so, first game this week. Wait, wait a second. Hold on yeah. a second. No. The use of trickery to achieve a political, financial, or legal purpose. You are right, pulling right, chicanery right, right. on no, me. You're trying to we, become the hot take guy. No, we just, you we son just of a have, bitch. We just have a problem with <laughs> the way you're saying chicanery. 
You. I. Okay. All right. Okay. Because you're pronouncing it like the actor Sean Connery, which was the joke about Sean Connery being Scottish, not English. And and then. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Mm. Justin Ashcraft, my friend, my fellow yes. podcaster, yes. my solace when things go off the rails. Your predictions for this week, please. Um, Wednesday against yep. Saprissa, um, we are going to easily handle Saprissa three to one at home in front Oof. of people in Philadelphia. People? <laughs> in or the, thereabouts. Or thereabouts. Yep. And then uh, Wednesday or Sunday against columbus home at home um wait columbus at home right home we're at home no nope. we're at home for both we're at home for two. Oh, oh, okay uh, huh. uh i think i think sunday is probably going to be a draw because i think both teams are going to come in after having played their international matches and be a little bit uh not want to lose their first MLS game, so okay. I think it'll be maybe a 1-1 draw. Columbus does travel on Thursday. Columbus can also send half their team there Columbus because they already have a 4-0 win. Guys, it's saying the game's at Columbus Crew Stadium on Sunday, April 18th. You're right. Actually, it is away. But is it? it's going to yeah. be a 1-1 draw still. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Look at that. Whoopsies. Sorry. Does that make up for Connery? You ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, and yes. All right, uh, I I think that it's going to be two one Union against Saprissa. Um, yep. It's going to be nervy because it's going to be one one at one point, and that away goal might be lingering a little bit. But I think the Union will close it out in like okay. 80th minute or so. And sure. uh, I think the Union are going to lose to Columbus uh, in the first game. Uh, I think it's going to be one nothing, and it's going to be annoying. But it's just going to be part of the season. That is. I think Columbus also has this international time to get themselves warmed up. I genuinely think that on paper they've only gotten better, whereas the Union have introduced new pieces in the hopes that they get better. Mm. Um, so I think that gives Columbus an edge. They're the reigning champs. I give them the one nothing advantage, and don't worry about it too much. Don't set the season on fire. We're only a game in. Uh, Chuck, I don't think you'll mind me going. Yeah, you can go ahead because I'm, you know, I'm trying to see if anyone is actually going to be healthy who already wasn't healthy. Oh, that's fair. Um, <laughs> so I think we have a two nothing to the good against Saprisa. Um, I think they're going to be wonky and shorthanded because they're half their team can't travel or whatever that is. They're down the away goal. They're traveling to Philly ish um columbus is interesting i think if you show a little bit of muscle to giassi zardes early on because you are not you're better than real zapalis or whoever columbus is playing um i'm more worried about zelarion yeah yes as you should uh, yeah um and then it'll be really fun talking to you guys next week when GIC scores a hat trick against us. Um, <laughs> I have I have the Union winning a really tight one nothing against Columbus. I, I think you can surprise them a little bit more than 
Columbus is going to surprise you after you played Saprisa? Like, I think your Champions League team is a little bit better. And they won't have to work as hard in their Champions League game as well, you know? In theory, they well, don't, don't have think to put out play, like, the I don't think they're going to play Nogbe. I don't think they're going to play Zellerion. I don't think they're going to play Zardes in their in their Champions League second round. Because, like, you're for nothing. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, so I'm worried about that. But I think from a Philly standpoint, if you're a little bit more physical and you're a little bit more assertive and you go and find the game, um, then you hit Columbus early and then you, you steal a road win. Um, so I'm going to say one nothing to the Union. That won't be the score at all. If but. if Zardes scores a sat- hat trick, Chuck's going to be like, see, I told you guys, Zardes <laughs> yeah. would have been the guy for yeah. the Union. I mean, I still think the Union should sign Zardes. I don't care I don't what y'all say about that. but Anymore. <laughs> I mean, I still think they should sign him. Um, but, like, so I think it's going to be 2-1 Union against Aprisa. I obviously don't see um Saprisa beating the union um it's but i do see the union rotating a little bit in that mm-hmm. game because you would hope that fenley's gonna st- actually start um you would also hope that at least one of pax and aronson or ilsenio will also come mm. into the game because you you don't want to play that team that shouldn't have played 90 minutes another 90 minutes already and then have Columbus four days after that. Um, there's There just has to be some semblance of rotation in that game. And But I do think that they're probably going to lose to Columbus just because they're going to be a fresher team. Um, also to the tune of a 2-1 scoreline. Okay. Guys, I saw a fun stat about Columbus this week that uh, as a club, they have seven official sponsors. Austin has 41 official sponsors. I mean, how many does the union have? Because it's... It's a lot. It's got to be close. It's got to be, but it's got to be closer to 41 than it is to seven. Yeah. I was just—I just thought that was interesting, based off. Well, I mean, it you know, is. Listen, Austin or a plastic club. Actually, so of speaking speaking club. of um, Philadelphia Union sponsors, um, has the team parted ways with founders yet? I hope so soon. Uh, that's not that great is un- that is unfortunately something that's not good um, with no. this team that we do need to discuss. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you look at, at like, <laughs> if you're yeah. a high school marketing guy and you look at founders just from a business perspective, sure, I get why you would pick to do business with them. Nope. But my nope. God, nope. you have to look past the surface nope. and all nope. it takes is 10 seconds of Googling to realize Holy how f- bad of a move this is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... Uh, mm. Justin, 44? 44? I thought it was 41, but maybe I was wrong. No, for the union. Oh, really? Interesting. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and then... You're I on was that just more, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was just more basing it off of and the founders, fact that it's Austin. And, and... Founders is, in fact, still on there. Gross. Gross. <laughs> Change that. Which, Get yeah, in 2021, if your nickel. first question to potential business partners isn't, are y'all racist? <laughs> um... 
you know. <laughs> it's like the and first like, thing you'll be, find. It, it would be one thing if it was like 15 years ago. You know, like it'd be one thing if it was like in 2010. And you'd be like, okay, like, you know, people can change. We need some work on this, but we can grow as a company. They were definitely like doing a racism like two years ago. Yeah. And like, I don't know, uh, geographically where you play and like the roster makeup of your team and Kevin Durant's one of your owners and just uh, in general, like being racist is bullshit and stupid. Yeah, I mean. Not great. Just, Guys, I don't want to drop a major so hot things. take on here. I really don't like, but I think it's time that I do. I hate yeah. racists. Wow, I know. I'm sorry. I was very <laughs> hamfisted in my political opinion that racism is bad. Yeah. So, so you know, I just sorry to sorry if we lose any viewers from this. <sighs> anyway, my rabbit, my rabbit's a quarter black. Week. So. Um. <laughs> I think that's a great place to not talk to Paul anymore. I mean, uh, I, 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 I was still going to yeah. say something on at least... Um, you still can. Don't um, pull a gun when you're trying to pull a taser. Nope. Don't bad one. drink Founders. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's, those are, your two, so those are your two life lessons. Your Chuck Booth's two life lessons for the, for the show of, of this week. You so, need your own segment, man. I'm telling we're you. We're going to beat Suprisa. We're going to draw or something with Columbus. And then next week, when we come back, Chuck will have two more life lessons for you at the end of the podcast. Oh, that's some pressure. Well. Don't worry. I'll help two, you. We're a two, team. Life, two life lessons for 30 plus episodes. I mean, that's like 60 life lessons. I don't have 60 and, life lessons. And we're giving them out for free. I don't even have that's 60 huge. life lessons. So, Well. Chuck's gonna learn this year, I guess, man. <laughs> and when he does, we'll be the first people to know. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> anyway, all right. Take care. Make sure to tell your first favorite union podcast that you like this one too. Shout out to our sponsors, y'all are lovely. Yeah, we like you a lot. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to Season 3 of Use in the Bridge. You can find us all over the internet, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at VFTBpod. Thanks to our sponsors, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier of MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. We are also sponsored by Robbie over at Icarus FC. Icarus will make the custom kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Get started at IcarusFC.com. Do you enjoy the show and want to support us? There are two ways. You can head to Design Tree at dsgntree.com slash vftv for our latest merch, or you can just buy us a coffee or beer at Ko-Fi, ko-fi.com slash vftvpod. Thanks for your listening and your support. Views from the Bridge is a podcast of the Beautiful Game Network at bgn.fm. Head over there to find all kinds of soccer writing, podcasts, and other content. For Evan Villela, Chuck Booth, and Paul Katrino, I'm Justin Ashcraft, signing off.